Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 366, air date October 5th, 2018. And Massachusetts is a state of independence. Nearly 60% of the people are independents. So there's no reason you need to be choose Democrat or Republicans. In fact, both of them have sold you guys out. And then we talked about the fact that Elizabeth Warren uh, voted yay for Monsanto to poison our so- soil. She voted yay to bomb Syria. She voted yay for a bigger military budget than Trump wanted, and that she fundamentally is part of Big Pharma. And I think these guys know this. You know, she's part of the establishment, but it was important we brought that out. And the next important thing we talked about is that um, that it's not about left or right. It's about centralization of power and decentralization. Relative to cannabis, um, basically what we talked about is people need choice, right? If you want to take Percocets, great, but you should be given the choice if you want to try other herbal medicines or things like cannabis. It's not limiting it and, and breaking away choice from people. And as a part of that, we talked about one year ago what occurred right here in the Parkman Bandstand. The fact is that they were not given choice, that 40 people of all different backgrounds showed up, you know, left wing, right wing people who wanted pot, uh, and the city of Boston, Marty Walsh and Baker, characterized as a Nazi rally, and I asked them, do I look like a Nazi or a white supremacist? And obviously, they said no. But I think the most important thing is we emphasize that it's called a freedom rally. You can't have freedom if you don't have truth and you don't have choice. And the fact that Elizabeth Warren and her toy boy, idiot, you know, who Ben Garrison did a great cartoon. If you guys have seen it, this idiot driving with her holding on to her for dear life. uh, Also a Democrat, Jeff Deal, um, uh, that they basically do not want to let the darkie on the stage. It's whitey on the stage. Darky gets off the stage, you know, and it's no different. They're both racist. They're both fascist, and that uh, fact that we sued in federal court. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The biggest. So the latest update, which we haven't put out, is we uh, filed a complaint, which is a lawsuit, which was a major thing, and then we could have just stopped there, but we filed what's called a preliminary injunction. That's called an emergency injunction. You can ask the courts for that. If something is really, really urgent time, remember there's only less than 60 days left in this election. So we demanded that the court um, call in the University of Massachusetts and enjoin them. Enjoin means that they will stop all three debates because it's violation of the First Amendment and the 14th Amendment, equal protection by law. Interestingly enough, the Lowell Sun if you guys saw that, did a whole editor- the editorial board just got involved, and I respect them. They said, you know, we had ten candidates on the stage in a debate they sponsored, with for the congressional district, ten, and they go, we didn't have a problem. Why is there a problem having three candidates on the stage? And Shiva's got four degrees from MIT. He's been in the race the earliest. He's on the ballot, and they basically. Um, at the end of the article, the editorial, they demanded that Jeff Deal and Elizabeth Warren, you know, do something. Otherwise, they're basically exposing the fact that they're afraid of me. So I thought it was a great thing that the Lowell Sun did. This question about who gets to debate and who doesn't, we busted our butt as good Americans. We got the things. Why aren't we allowed on the debate stage? You know, my dad did a sit-in, and he said he's going to go in again. You know, and he's really, really upset. You know, he says, I left corruption in India, and how is this not corruption? He goes, it's unjust. And forget about whether you like me or not. But the fact is, Americans are not given choice. Tweedledee and Tweedledum, one liar and another liar, one moron and another moron. I, I think I deserve the opportunity at least to be on the stage, at least. Absolutely, and uh, we're so we're bummed we missed the big speech. But were people really connecting with the health 
credibility that you have fighting Monsanto, repeat like over and over again, beating up Monsanto. Elizabeth Warren doesn't have that resume. Were people connecting with the health points you were making on stage? I think the most important people definitely connected with that because remember these people have had to be independent and underground and afraid, right? And mainstream media has not supported them. Now we can have a big discussion, the details about medical cannabis, right? You know, but that's really not the issue. The fact is these people have been fighting the establishment. And to me, that's a good thing because they've wanted at minimum a bigger discourse. And you don't get to truth unless you have discourse. And just like what happened on the Parkman bandstand, the two scumbags, the mayor of Boston and the other scumbag, the governor of Massachusetts, do not want discourse. Their politicians are opportunists. They don't give a damn about discourse. They just want to be elected and re-elected and elected and re-elected. Um, think about the gas explosion just took place in Andover and in Lawrence and in North Andover. We're never going to know what the hell happened, guys, because they're all in there. You got Warren in there and the Republican nut job doing using it for photoshops. That's what they do. Photo, photo ops. You know, I have called for we need a, an a, a independent, independent citizens engineering review board. ICE Whoa. review board. Whoa. Independent citizens engineering review board. We need an ICE review board. And what I mean by that is that, you know, this the governments have gotten so corrupt. They're so corrupt, man. The bridges, the tunnels. The bridges, the tunnels. The the the. And by the way. Um, NRI Sourcer, the, the company that owns Columbia Gas, dumped all their stocks, 75% of their stocks, 76.2% a few weeks before the explosion. Okay? So this is what I believe occurred. Those pipes were built in the 1800s. People have been saying we need to upgrade this infrastructure. They're trying to upgrade the infrastructure. So, you know, you just have to ask questions like, well, isn't it valuable now that they can collect on insurance claims potentially? To fix that, they don't have to shell out money out of their pocket, which means we're actually paying for it. Insurance claims ultimately come out of the public when you really do the money source. So what I'm trying to say is we've got to a point, I mean, blowing up of homes doesn't, you know, that's occurs in like Africa and India, third world countries. What the fuck is it happening in America? This shows a level of corruption we've gotten into. And none of us, let's be honest, we could have conspiracy theories. Alex Jones could do an analysis. I could do an analysis. And we're never going to know because you have Jim Lyons, a scumbag out there who'll hide it, right? With Dirty Deal and Baker. Baker's up there. All these people are accountable, right? Deal was a state rep. Warren is our senator. But, and the bottom line is these guys aren't engineers. Engineers are about root cause analysis. And I think we should, I mean, if I were a, a parent with a kid, I'd be scared shitless about going back into my home, right? Until I know this is why it occurred and this is what we're going to do. Absolutely. And one final question I want to ask you is an idea that I'm really, really starting to like as it pertains to internet censorship. Probably the number one issue right now. People are getting kicked off their platforms left and right. Ben Garrison had an incredible cartoon, which included guys like, like Alex, like Roosh, like Infowars, like Milo. A bunch of people have been banned from so many different platforms. You have an idea with the United States Postal Service coming in, stepping in, and taking control of social media and email. And I think it's an unbelievable solution. We've been drilling it to our viewers. Can you tell us, because everybody complains about this issue, but nobody's providing solutions. Dr. Shiva has a solution. The United States Postal Service, can you tell us a little bit more? So here's the issue. I've had this idea since 1997. 
and I've been actively pushing it. Now, the reason this idea comes is, is because I work with the technology. I work with people. You know, in 1978, when I invented email, email was a civilian application. It wasn't done by the military. It wasn't done by Raytheon and BME and the biggest false lie. Email was created to help office workers reduce the, amount, the complexity of paper, you know, inbox, outbox, folders, converted that to the system email. Now, email was created for inter-office business communications to reduce the quantity of paper. When the internet came in 1993, meaning the internet exists but the web, which made the internet accessible to consumers, then internet or email moved from an office application, which it, which it had existed since 78, to a consumer application. That was in 93. Well, by four years later, 1997, if you look at the graph, email volume, overtook snail mail or paper mail volume. Now I was running another email company to analyze email and I went to the Postal Service and I said, look, you guys need to get involved in email because what's happening is Hotmail, Gmail, uh, Hop, uh, these companies, Yahoo are going to control the uh, communication of speech. And they offered us free mail, but they own email. They said, ah, we don't want to do that. Don't you know we're the Postal Service? We're bigger than Walmart. They had this hubris, and the guys are basically morons. They don't understand. They're in the communications business, not in the paper mail business. Well, fast forward to 2011, the Postal Service is going out of business on the verge of bankruptcy. I wrote a, a piece in Fast Company, which got picked up by Time Magazine, where I said, these guys are idiots. They should have listened to my idea. They could be making billions and my view was that you or I and anyone listening would probably would spend 50 bucks to know that their email communication was protected, social media, all types of communication. Postal Service has the entire infrastructure. They own, you know, little physical real estate in every city and town. They could create the network and the software is frankly relatively easy nowadays. Um, so that's what I propose. Th that resulted in the inspector general of the Postal Service contacting me, not the Postmaster General asking me, Shiva, what's your idea? He, in fact, gave me over 100K to fund me to document the idea. I did two reports, delivered it to them, Patrick Donahoe. Nothing has been done. That was 2012 and 13. The idea is very simple. Benjamin Franklin and the founders, when I send you a letter, if anyone interferes with it, there's a body of law saying it's 20 years life sentence. Well, the Postal Service is... Um, has that framework, that legal framework. Forget technology, you're not gonna solve this through cybersecurity, no matter how much privacy. It has to be solved by law. We can't impose laws on private companies. Like, it's, it's, that's, that's a nightmare. Postal Service already has those laws. So let the Postal Service now offer all of us 50 bucks service. I, I can have my own Facebook, and I can have my own YouTube, and I can have my own email. And it's protected by the citizens. The government can't even interfere. You see, that's what we need to do. And the Inspector General's office has the right to protect people of that communication. 20-year sentence in prison. That's how you protect this. You know? So anyway, it's a, you know, many people call it a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea because I know what email is. Email is not text messaging. It's a system. I know what social media is. And if anyone saw the Google video of those idiots, it's the most retarded, excuse my language, maybe I should politically correct it, it's the most dysfunctional bunch of people you see. By the way, a search engine is not that difficult to create. Those people were at the right place at the right time. They had their buddies in Stanford fund them. And what you have is you have a bunch of dysfunctional idiots sitting around in a room so upset that Trump got elected as though they have the right to 
adjudicate who the next president of the United States is as though they know better.